0: Is Thunderhead Pictures podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else that you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Welcome, people on the internet. Today is Saturday, the 16th of July, 2022. It feels good to be back. Season 1, Episode 2. It's been a while. I decided to put some episodes on my show. And we're going to read a news report that um, came on Newsmax. Website. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, just the beginning. Report Hunter Biden laptop details dozens of businesses meeting with VP Dad Joe. By Charles Kim. Um, it was reported on Saturday, 16th of July, 2022, at 1:57 p.m. Eastern District Time. Here what it says: materials harvest from Hunter's Hunter Biden's infamous laptop reveal dozens, uh, dozens of meetings between President Joe Biden and his son regarding business dealings despite denials that the two never discuss Hunter's business activities. The New York Post reported Saturday. According to the report, materials gleaned from Hunter Biden's laptop showed more than 30 meetings between then-Vice President Biden and his son, Hunter, from 2008 to 2016, usually taking place shortly after Hunter's return from traveling abroad on business. Hardly a day goes by without another revelation about how intimately involved Joe Biden was with his son Hunter Biden's corrupt foreign business dealings. House GOP Conference Chair Rep Elisa Stanfank, RNY told the Post the fact that Joe was in meeting meetings with senior foreign leaders on behalf of Hunter and his business associates while Vice President President further proves that Joe has been lying to the American people. And if you want to read the rest of it, it's on Newsmax.com. So I'm not going to read the whole thing because I want people to find out their selves. Yeah, lots of things going on. I don't know why if Facebook wants, to, wants me to log into Anchor on that one. Okay. What about the show? What are we going to do about a show? Well, I will try to make this interesting as possible when it comes on. I have a supporter page if you want to support it. If we get up. To around fifty, there might be ambassador um messages during the show. Um wish I had more books to read. Well, this is concludes the news portion of the show. So stay tuned. Story time, story time, story time. It was brought to you by the Birds of Kids. But today is just one kid from Birds of. We're going to be reading The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Just because, because. Unabridged version of the L. Frank Bombs book. We're going to read chapter one today. And not all of it. Because there's like... 24 chapters. Okay? <clears throat> chapter one. The Cyclone. Dorothy lived in a midst of the great Kansas prairies. With Uncle Henry, who was a farmer and aunt... M, who was the farmer's wife. Their house was small for the lumber to build. It had to be carried by wagon many miles. There were four walls, a floor, and a roof, which made one room. This room contained a rusty-looking cooking stove, a cupboard for the dishes, a table, three or four chairs, and the beds. Uncle Henry and Aunt M had a big bed in one corner and Dorothy a little bed in another corner. There was no garret at all and no cellar except a small hole dug in the ground called a, a cyclone, uh, cyclone cellar. Where the family could go in case one of those great whirlwinds arose mighty enough to crush any building in its path. It was reached by a trapdoor in the middle of the floor, from which a ladder led down into the small dark hole. When Dorothy stood in the doorway and looked around, she could see nothing but the great gray prairie on every side. Not a tree or a house broke the broad sweep of flat country that reached the edge of the sky in all directions. The sun had baked and plowed land into a gray mass with little cracks running through it. Even the grass was not green, for the sun had burned the tops of the uh, of the long blades until they were the same co- gray color to be seen everywhere. Once the old house had been painted, but the sun blistered the paint and rain washed it away, and now the house was as dull and gray as everything else. When Aunt Em came there to live, she was a young pretty wife. The sun and wind had changed her too. They had taken the sparkle from her eyes and left them sober gray. They had taken the red, from her cheeks and lips, and they were gray also. She was thin and gaunt, and never smiled now. When Dorothy, who was an orphan, first came to her Aunt Em, had been so startled by the child's laughter that she would scream and press her hand upon her heart whenever Dorothy's merry voice reached her ears, and she still looked at the little girl with wonder that, she could find anything to laugh at. Uncle Henry never laughed. He worked hard from morning till night and did not know what joy was. He was gray also from long, from his long beard to his rough boots. And he looked stern and solemn and he rarely spoke. It was Toto that made Dorothy laugh and saved her from growing as gray as her other surroundings. Toto was not gray. He was a little black dog with long silky hair and small black eyes that twinkled merrily on each side of his funny wee wee nose. Toto played all day long and Dorothy played with him and loved him dearly. Today, however, they were not playing. Uncle Henry sat upon the doorstep and looked anxiously at the sky, which was even greater than usual. Dorothy stood in the door with Toto in her arms and looked at the sky too. Aunt Em was washing the dishes. From the far north, they heard a low wham of the wind, and Uncle Henry and Dorothy could see where the long grass bowed in waves before the coming storm. There now came a sharp whistling in the air from the south, and as they turned their eyes that way, they saw ripples in the grass coming from the direction as well. Suddenly, Uncle Henry stood up. There's a cyclone coming, Em! He called to his wife. I'll go look after the stock. Then he run, ran toward the sheds where the cows and h- horses were kept. Aunt Em dropped her work and came to the door. One, gla- one glance told her of the danger close at hand. Quick, Dorothy! Dorothy! she screamed. Run for the cellar! Toto jumped out of Dorothy's arms and hid under the bed, and the girls started to get him. Aunt Em, badly frightening, threw open the trap door <coughs> in the floor and climbed down the ladder into the small dark hole. Dorothy caught on Toto at last and started to follow her on When she was halfway across the room, there came a great shriek from the wind and the house shook so hard that she lost her footing and sat down suddenly upon the floor. A strange thing hap then happened. The horse rolled around two or three times and rode slowly through the air. Dorothy felt as if she were grow, um, going up in a bloom. The north and south winds met where the house stood and made it the center of the cyclone. In the middle of the cyclone, the air is generally still, but the great pressure of the wind on every side of the house raised it up higher and uh, higher until it was at the very top of the cyclone, and there it remained and was carried miles and miles away, as easily as you could carry a feather. It was very dark, and the wind howled horribly around her, but Dorothy found she was riding quite easily after the first few whirls around, and one other time when the house tipped. Badly, she felt as if she were being rocked gently like a baby in a cradle. Toto did not like it. He ran, ran about the room now here and now there, barking loudly. Woof, 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 But Dorothy sat quite still on the floor and waited to see what could happen. Once Toto got too near the open door, uh, trap door. Yeah and fell in and at first the little girl thought she had lost him but soon she saw one of her um his ears sticking up through the hole for the strong pressure of the air was keeping him up so that he could not fall. She crept to the hole, caught Toto by the ear and dragged him into the room again afterward closing the trap door eep! So that no more accidents could happen. Hour after hour passed away. And slowly Dorothy got over her fright. But she felt quite lonely. And the wind shrieked. So loudly all about her that she nearly became deaf. At first she had wondered if she would be dashed to pieces when the house fell again but as the hours passed and nothing terrible happened she stopped worrying and resolved to wait calmly and see what the future would bring at first she crawled over the swaying floor to her bed and lay down upon it and toto followed and lay down beside her in spite of the swaying of the house and the wailing of the wind dorothy soon Closed her eyes and fell fast asleep. That was The Wonderful Wizard of Oz on the Bridge by L. Frank Baum, Chapter 1. Come back next week to hear chapter two of the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Just because, because, because all oh, the wonderful things he does. <laughs> We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't sing the whole song because of the people will complain. But this ends the story time on Thunderhead Pictures Podcast. Sorry about going, but this is the end of Thunderhead Pictures Podcast. You've been caught in the storm. (laughs) Come back next week to enjoy the next episode. You can support this episode. Right in the support link in the description of this episode, or the description of the show itself. Support might end if we want to play music, so stay tuned to the episodes and know when that is. Okay, we are going off the air. You've been caught in the storm again. Aha.